So in this episode, we're going to talk about nostalgic eating. So I don't know if um, I haven't done research or anything on that. So I said this, I said nostalgic eating the other day and I, I'm kind of, I'll just coin the term right now. Maybe I'll just trademark it. I don't know. Put it on a t-shirt. Who knows? We'll see where it goes. We've already been turned up that she's been trademarking first. Yeah, we got sued. No. We almost got sued. Like someone threatened us. But um, Multiple people. So if you're not familiar with the term nostalgic eating, maybe not because like I said, I'm like, Thought of it the other day and made it up, but um, it, it it fits the bill. So what we're kind of talking about is that kind of like that sensation or that thought in the past of when you used to eat something really good, and now you're kind of battling that craving or that certain remembrance of of that mm-hmm. food right now. And it's kind of like, how do I really overcome that? Um, because ultimately, you, I mean, it might be a good decision in the moment, but it might not. And you know that it's probably actually going to be a bad decision. You know what I mean? If you eat something in the past that, you know, and what am, am I explaining this right? So let, <laughs> let, let's take it back a second. Okay, yeah. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not reshooting this shit. Like this podcast <laughs> is going to be raw as hell. So we went to Dairy Queen the other night. Okay. So as everyone knows, I'm eight and a half months pregnant. Like I'm super pregnant and I don't get cravings. Like, I, I, I don't get like, I really don't like, I just, I don't get cravings, but certain times things just sound good to me. Like, I'm not like the type of person like, Oh my gosh, like I need this. But mm-hmm. I'm just like, huh, like this sounds good. Like you want to go, you know what I mean? For me, like I love barbecue, you know what I mean? Like sometimes one here sissy sauce yeah. <laughs> i need to get that shit yeah oh, <laughs> if anyone's in texas and wants to ship me sissy sauce i'll definitely yeah for real. if we have a texas you. listener i will yeah. i will pay you big money <laughs> big money big money <laughs> anyways but things sound good to me but i'm never at the point where i'm like i'm craving something and like i need to have something but the other night i was like you know what like let's get Declan out. It's really hot. Like let's go get Dairy Queen. We haven't had Dairy Queen since we like probably like four or five years. years ago. Yeah. And I got I saw an ad. Obviously, that's how a lot of things happen. And I was like, oh, it looks good. And so I was like, we haven't been there in forever. Like let's go. And Keith was like, I'm not a huge fan of Dairy Queen. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like Blizzard Sundays. Like I really want a Sunday. Like sounds good. Like let's go. And so Keith, I'm totally much more of a frozen yogurt guy. Yeah, we, yeah. we should have went to, yeah, we should have went and got frozen yogurt. But I thought in the moment it was going to be really good because my memory of everything was I love like peanut butter parfaits. And yeah. I was like, I just want like a small Sunday though, because I don't need that huge thing because yeah. it will make me feel sick. Um, but so we went and everything, and Keith got a medium cone with butterscotch because he's old (laughs) he was like oh i'm gonna superman it oh no he got butterscotch like look at your hard candies (laughs) with your denture damn man roasting (laughs) me right now (laughs) that's all i made me think it was like old wow you're gonna rile up all our old listeners (laughs) if they're not dead by the time butterscotch candies are bomb but just like on ice cream i was like okay be a little bit more fun (laughs) anyway Declan got a blizzard and then I just got like a small Sunday. And as I was eating it, I wasn't enjoying it. And I was just like, the memory of Dairy Queen was so much greater than yeah. actually eating Dairy Queen. And it really comes down to over time, like your preferences do change. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like what you enjoy and what your body responds yeah. to changes. And I don't think a lot of people understand that unless they have had like a really huge shift with mm-hmm. like their eating and nutrition, because years ago, I'd be like, 
what do you mean? Like, <laughs> like, no, like I wouldn't just crave healthy food all the time, but my body now craves it because I understand how much better I feel. And like, there's a lot of different things that have always made me sick in the past, but I would still eat it because I hyped it up so much in my mind and I thought it was better than it actually was. And then yeah. when you kind of like take a step back from it and you don't have something for a long time and then you eat it again, you know, you could, can have that, you know, same feeling where it's like, oh my gosh, like I miss this so much. It's amazing. Or you can have that feeling of like, wow, like this is not as good as I remember it. This actually yeah. tastes kind of terrible. It the tastes like, changing ingredients. yeah, like they yeah. Taste, it honestly tastes like plastic to me. Like I know that sounds stupid, but like I was eating it and I was yeah, like, I get that yeah, I was like, well, I, I don't know. Yeah. But it just, it wasn't good. And so like, I didn't finish eating mine. You know yeah. what I mean? And like, I even had like a bite of ducklings and I was like, just, I don't know if it's ice cream it's in general or whatever, yeah. but it just didn't do it for me. And we were kind of talking about that on the way home. Cause I was just like, yeah, I'm not going to want that again for like five, 10 years plus, or when our kids are older and they're like, Oh, why don't we ever go to Dairy Queen? Well, yeah. I mean, we can go try it out again. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. I'll probably eat a little bit of it. But the thing is, is so many people, especially people that we work with and we talk to, they eat things that they like they overhype and it's almost as though they're putting that food on a pedestal mm -hmm. and then they regret it later or they don't feel good afterwards but then they go and do it again yeah. you know what I'm saying so it's kind of more of like when we were little like what was something like 3d doritos i don't know those oh just, man those, those just came yeah. back those just came I'll back go get right them. yeah and like airheads and things like yeah. that right like those are just like things yeah. i can think of if we had those today though i really think yeah. we would be like this is not as good as we remember it yeah, you know what i totally. mean because like your taste buds change over time but like your preferences and things like that too but again like i think like in our minds the memory of eating it is sometimes so much greater than actually like eating it in the present and I don't think enough people to kind of like sit back and be like am I really enjoying this or not mm. or am I just eating it because the nostalgia around it yeah. is so hyped yeah so it's um it's basic psychology so if you guys think of your brain your brain is really hardwired for a number of different things like story you know old stories and especially like tying those into nostalgia old feelings that you used to have when you were growing up mm -hmm. right because you're you're emotionally attached to it so if you think of things like going to baseball games and football games like when i like me being older right now you know what i mean um you know going to going to baseball games with my dad and stuff like that so as the MLB, like from a marketing perspective, think of it for, through this like lens, you have them, they'll show commercials of like the dad taking their kid to the baseball game and it's great. You're getting a hot dog and all that shit. And instantly you're like, I want to take my kid there. Right. Because I, I had those same feelings because yeah. my dad took me to the baseball games and you carry on that traditions. Right. So it's a really strong emotional nostalgic feeling. And it's, we have that same attachment to food too. Right. So one that I can really think of is really funny because I haven't had it for years, but I every time I think of it, I'm like, I can crush it. Right. Is five dollar pizzas. So <laughs> when I was younger growing up, my parent like we got five dollar pizzas like twice a week. I'm not going to go like down the whole rabbit hole, but we got five dollar pizzas all the time. And little Caesars. I don't little know. Caesars. I don't know if everyone yeah, in like, so, the country knows what five dollar pizzas are. That's how they market it though. Well, no, so I know, they but might like, know. yeah, but, like but yeah, but it's Caesars, little yeah. Caesars, five dollar pizzas, just like the regular ones, not the deep dish. So we got those all the time and they're awesome. Right. And to this day, when me and Brittany talk about pizza, I don't even like pizza anymore, but all the time I bring up, can we go get Little Caesars? 
that I know for a freaking fact that if I went and got Little Caesars, I would absolutely hate it just because I don't like pizza at all anymore. So what Brittany is like, Brittany's kind of saying too, is your taste buds change over time, especially the healthier that you get, especially the more that you dial in with your health and nutrition. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is why I always say it gets easier. It doesn't get harder. Yeah. I really believe in that. It does do not too. get harder. I didn't it believe gets, that years ago, but it I believe gets that easier now. because your taste buds, your, your, your body will wire yourself basically um, to, to what you expose yourself to all the well, time. It'll also wire yourself to crave things that make you feel good. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. Like over time. And so if you keep it, it wants again, it's feelings. a compound effect of like doing good yeah. things and healthy things, your body's going to be like, give me more of this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it's going to start to reject all of the other things. Even if you yeah. loved them and you were fine with it in the past, your body's going to be like, what the hell? Yeah. You know what I so, mean? yeah. So based on food, your, 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 your body, your taste buds make it a lot easier. 99% of the clients that we work with, the more that we get them to stick to something, they're like, holy shit, I don't even, you know, or when I, I don't even want, you know, the candy or anything like anymore, or I had this and it gave me a stomach ache because your body starts to reject it a little bit and it just becomes easier over time, right? Your body starts to crave more, more nutritious foods and the stuff that you're exposing it to. The problem is though, your brain is still has that, will always have that nostalgic effect. Yeah. Like that, that effect that nostalgic feeling is not going to go away, especially for food. So think about like cultures for sure that grow up that are really heavy, heavy around food. You know what I mean? And like, if you grew up and your you know, parents made fried chicken or something like that every single weekend, or you know like what lasagna I mean? Like or, that was yeah, a, tra- like that's a tradition or, and that's a really yeah. big thing. That's like in your DNA, right? Mm-hmm. It's like your mental code basically. <clears throat> and even if you push past that point that you don't eat that yourself, when you see signs and things like that, you're going to get the nostalgic effect and you're going to want it and you're going to crave it. But it's super funny is nine times out of 10, when we give into that like nostalgic craving or that effect, it's not enjoyable still, right? <laughs> because your body is like, your body like rejects it. So it's kind of like, how do you really get over? Uh, so the topic of this without like ranting too much about like, everything that we we're discussing mm. is um, how do you really get over that? Um, and how do you really avoid that? Because you ultimately, you know, if you, first off, you have to try it once and yeah, you've got to sure. experience it because I'm telling you most of the time when you're going to go do it, just like Brittany had with ice cream, we gave into, we won it. And neither of us really enjoyed. I didn't like, I, I didn't have as bad. I didn't think it was plastic, but I was like, <laughs> I wouldn't have done it again. Yeah. It wasn't worth it to me. Yeah. So same thing with her. She was like, it was plastic. Like it didn't even taste good. I didn't even eat it. Right. So you have to go experience it first. Right. Because if you have pushed yourself to the point of like no return and you've really changed your lifestyle, your body is going to, you know, you're not going to want to, you're not going to crave a lot of those old things, those old habits mm-hmm. that you used to do in the past. Right. But how would you, say to kind of like overcome this thing when someone gets it like in their mind that they have like oh you know I have that nostalgic feeling of this food that I used to have years ago yeah. and that sounds really good would you just encourage someone to, to you know go eat it and get it out again or what would you tell them to do I I think it really just comes down to asking yourself what you want so for me I think especially like over like the past five years I have become really in tune with what's worth it to me and what's not. And so kind of like, I know we talked about this in another, uh, another episode, but like, for me, I love Dr. Pepper and I love chips. Like I, we grew up around chips. Like even when we got pizza in Ohio, like when we moved to Texas, we're like, what do you mean eat chips with pizza? That's what we do in Ohio. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, You always get chips with pizza. 
but the chips always made me sick. Like no matter what kind of chips it, they are, they always made me sick, whether they're tortilla chips, lace chips, whatever. I just, I don't feel good after them. Mm-hmm. And so it got to the point with me when I was like changing, like what I was doing and everything, I more so got in tune with what makes me feel good and what makes me feel bad. Mm-hmm. And that was super easy to give up things that I realized don't make me feel good. Mm-hmm. And so I think when you have like a nostalgia feeling of like, oh, this sounds really good, try it and see how your body responds because mm-hmm. you, your body could be like, oh, like, no, I still absolutely love this, but I don't feel like I need it every single week. You know what I mean? Um, or your body could be like, no, like, it did not agree with me. Like it was not good or you just might not like the taste of it. So for me, like it kind of comes back to what's worth it and what's not. I can drink a Dr. Pepper every day and I'm going to enjoy that shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna be like, yeah. give me my Dr. Pepper and I'm fine. But if you give me a bag of chips, I'll probably eat like a couple and I'm just like, I'm done because I don't want to make myself sick. I know that they're not that great. And I kind of, again, like that was kind of like put on a pedestal of like, you know, I love chips, but like, I had to kind of take it off that pedestal and be like, but they're not worth it. They're not making me feel good. They're not helping me towards my goals, all of that. And so now, especially when like I'm grocery shopping and things like that, like, trust me, things sound good to me. Like I can go ham on like, you know, some tortilla chips and salsa and things like that. But when we get it, how many times am I like, I don't feel good. You know what I mean? And so like, I've tried gluten-free, I've tried different things because I still like chips but nothing is agreeing with me. And at the end of the day, it's not worth it to me. And so I think a lot of people don't sit back and take time to reflect. They just do because we live in such a fast paced world and we live in such a world of like instant gratification Mm -hmm. to where we want ice cream. How many different ice cream? And you can ice, go get it right Yeah. Away. How many different ice cream places can we go? You want chips, go to the grocery store. You have 60 different options of chips. Like you have everything at your fingertips anytime that you want it, but not enough times do we sit in that aisle where all the chips are and be like, is this worth it? Mm-hmm. Should I put this in my cart? Should I not put this in my cart? How am I going to feel afterwards? What is this doing for me? Is it getting me closer to my goals? And like all of these different things are what goes on in my mind. Yeah. And I know people at the grocery store sometimes probably think I'm crazy because I like put something in and I take it out. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I still battle with that because there are certain things that I want, but then I'm like, it's not worth it because I'm just going to probably throw it away and waste money. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm going to take a couple bites. And I'm like, this isn't even worth it. Why did I get this? And then I'm like, I'm mad at myself. You yeah. know what I mean? So, so for me, I always try to weigh the pros and cons of something before acting. And I don't think enough people do that. So what, what drives you emotionally to go like, think that you want a certain food? Like, is it, do you <laughs> think it is mainly like the nostalgic? Effect? No, it, it when things are put in front of you, I mean, it, it, it sounds good. Like, I mean, like, okay. do you know what I'm saying? Like, if you, like, when I drive past Publix, like, there's that Chinese restaurant, that smell that comes out around, like, the evening time, it's so strong. I'm like, damn, I could go for yeah. some, you know, cream cheese wontons right now, you know yeah. what I mean? Because the smells and just even, like, the overall visual appearance of things it makes you want to buy it. And that's what marketing is all about. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It makes you want to get that thing off the shelf and it makes you want to buy it. Smells it's not- some good ass marketing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, smell that in my but, neighborhood. Like, but that's the, the thing. And like, even, oh, even when we go into public, like if they have fried chicken, because like they yeah. have like the hot bar or yeah. whatever, even, that's, it sometimes smells good. Sometimes it See, doesn't. But I think a lot of times it, 
the nostalgia part plays into it because you're like, I remember eating this. Ooh, these still look good and things like that. Or it's just things that you tend to have liked in the past or you currently like and things like that. But I think especially when people are making big changes, like with their nutrition and their health and their lifestyle, they don't think about all of these different things. They just say, I can't have this because I'm Mm. on a diet or they get it. And they're like, well, F it. Like, you know, I'll get back to it tomorrow. But I don't think that there's like enough contemplation of your choices that goes into it. And so for me, it's not really the nostalgia for everything, but it's more so like, I know what it tastes like. I know that, you know, it sometimes tasted pretty good, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? But at the end of the day, I'm like, how am I going to feel? And like, am I going to, you know, be happy with this or upset? You know what I mean? And sometimes it's worth it, but sometimes most of the time it's not anymore. Yeah. See, like, I love this because this, this gives you like more insight into basically Brittany's like food personality or what I would, what I would say, like kind of like diet or type um, or like eating, you know, preference or type versus mine, because I, I don't, when I'm presented with certain foods like that, I don't get that. Mm. I don't get it. I'm just like, whatever. Like the main thing to me is I get, if I get like food triggered kind of, it's, it's, it's much more deeply rooted in like something that I went up with or grew up with in the past. Like so cherry pop tarts. Yeah, <laughs> fuck cherry pop tarts. Yeah, fucking cherry pop tart. I'll eat. I'll never eat another cherry pop tart in my life. I'll tell that story one of these days. But um, yeah, I'll tell that. That's too. That'll be too long. But because uh, I'll just go on rants about that. Yeah, fuck cherry pop tarts. But um, <laughs> see, see, but Brittany's more of like a, a like a scattered brain dieter. If I, you know, if I get like coin that term too I don't know but um she gets she kind of gets like triggered by a lot of different foods that like sensationally look good to her smell good to her like a lot of her senses um I am much more of like I said that the nostalgic thing when I am presented with something that kind of like triggers an emotion from like pastime like the pizza or you know what I mean something like that in the past then that's when I when I really think about it and then I really want it and then when I'm presented with that decision I basically say like, okay, is this kind of like, is this kind of just like a craving for different foods off of my diet or is it, is it the nostalgia effect basically? You know what I mean? And then it goes back to kind of like Brittany said, is this going to be worth it? And most of the time it's not worth it for me. Um, and like, sometimes it, it, you know, it, it will give me certain things like ice cream is, is another one that kind of is like deeply rooted into me cereal. and I never, on a huge cereal never like it. Like I'm, I'm big into cereal. I have been enjoying cereal. I'm not gonna lie about that. But, um, uh, certain things are, it, it's just, I don't, I don't get triggered by presentation like that. It's more of like a nostalgic thing that was tied to my childhood or something, yeah. you know what I mean? Because that's just how my brain's kind of wired and it's kind of like deeply rooted. And then that kind of like, that kind of triggers me. And I'm like, that sounds really good then. Mm -hmm. And then I have to make the decision of, is this going to be worth it or not? And then it goes back to, if you, if this is the first time you're presented with a decision kind of like this, then it goes back to, I would just tell you to eat it and see how you respond and how you feel. Yeah. Right. Because then if you feel good, then you know that you can just enjoy it and then just figure out how to fit within your plan or have it guilt free. Mm -hmm. Uh, If it doesn't feel good, then you know that that's a, like a trigger food, basically that just isn't going to work for you anymore. So it's just like receiving feedback or data on your life, right? You just have to try new things to understand what worked for you. Um, And being reflective and and honest about it. Well, that's what I was just going to say. And then I'll let you go and you can wrap it up. But the main thing I would say is when you have 
certain like trigger, like nostalgic effect type foods that you have that you consistently come back to and you know that it's not going to be good to you. If you've went through that first trial and you're like, oh, it gave me a stomach ache or you couldn't even eat it Mm because it's like not that good. Note that down in your phone and be reflective of how you felt like and actually be like serious about it. Don't just be like, oh, pizza sucked. Like literally be like, it tastes like plastic. Like Brittany said, like I felt sick. I I had to come home and take take medicine. I actually took my morning medicine. I took my morning sickness medication just to feel better. So so legitimately, because it's it's like, it's my whole thing. Like I have a bunch of foods that make me really sick too, but sometimes the nostalgia of it is so overwhelming because it's tied to your childhood and like great memories that you had Mm -hmm. that you still feel compelled to do it, even though you're, you know, you're going to feel like shit. So it's kind of just like weaponizing yourself. If you have like detailed notes and shit that said, Hey dude, last time you did this, this is what you went through. Like you're thrown up, you're doing all this. Is it, is that really worth it in the end? So that's something that can, you know, help you. Um, and if not, if you don't want to do that, it feels like too much work. Um, then just eat. Just mentally eat think it. about it. <laughs> just well, like, yeah, if you don't even want to log know, it or anything, yeah. just start mentally thinking about it. And I like, and I hate the word self-talk. Like, I feel like that's just like overused, especially in like the it is overused, world. But it's very important. But it, but it is yeah. in the sense that I use it in. Like I said, like I feel like I'm like on a different playing field, like the meditation thing, all that, Mm. (laughs) but like the self-talk, it's not like sitting here and like deeply talking to yourself. Like I said, like I'm in the aisle making a decision that's self-talk. Like I'm like, okay, Britt, like, do you really want this? Is it worth it? How are you going to feel afterwards? It's like a five second thing now, you know what I'm saying? It's like a quick thing to where I'm just like, yes or no. And I pick and choose what I want. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's really just kind of getting in tune with yourself, what you want, Mm -hmm. how you're going to feel, because I don't think enough of us think about how we're going to feel. We act on emotion. And that's the problem that gets a lot of people into trouble is we, we are emotional people. That's Mm -hmm. how we're wired. That's how we're set up. And because like I said, we live in a world of instant gratification, you know, we can have something in a moment's notice and be happy, you know, but sometimes we need that delayed gratification to be like, okay, but how am I going to feel 20 minutes from now? How am I going to feel tonight? How am I going to feel tomorrow? And things like that. And so like I said, it really just kind of comes down to, is it worth it? Is it not? Mm-hmm. And how am mm-hmm. I going to feel afterwards? So like I said, for me, when I think back to Dairy Queen, I'm going to think back to, yeah, like it tastes like plastic. I didn't enjoy it. I literally felt so sick, even from like half of the small Sunday that I ate, that I came home and took my morning sickness medication mm-hmm. <laughs> just because I know like it helps with like nausea and everything. And I literally, after we put Dex on the bed, I went and got in bed because I was like, dude, like, that ice cream like messed my stomach up like I do not feel good and he was like okay like we know not to do it again you know what I mean so for me like that's something that I'll always remember I didn't yeah like I didn't write it down on my phone you know I don't need that now at this point in my life but I can actively remember like how something made me feel and if it was worth it or not and Mm -hmm. I think like with everything that you do in your health and fitness journey in all the decisions that you're going to have to make on a continual basis for the rest of your life, you need to just start getting more in tune with how you feel and how things make you feel. And if decisions are worth it or not, you know what I mean? And like, sometimes it is, especially with family holidays and parties and stuff. Like, you know, there's some things that my family makes that I'm just like, yeah, like I'll have a little bit of it because like the taste, I'm like, yeah, I'll have a little bit of it. You know what I mean? But I know not to overdo it now because certain things make me sick. And so it's just really coming down to that balance approach. 
Yeah. So, and I'll tell you, we'll cover the, she was kind of touching on like the family aspects and parties and stuff like that. We'll do another podcast around that. Oh that's yeah. Really, well, that's, especially the holidays, that's coming, really up. We'll the do holidays that, yeah. coming up and everything, yeah. but I will tell you, so start, like she said, I really stress doing the reflective work mm -hmm. because now in a time, like she said, instant gratification, it's only going to get worse. Oh yeah it'll only get worse because the way that you sell now is I know this isn't sales and marketing podcasts and stuff. The way that you sell now is making things more, less friction, more efficient, faster. So things are only going to get easier for you, which is good as a consumer, but from, you know, our brains, it, it, it makes it worse, right? Mm -hmm. So the people who are able to slow down and be reflective in their thoughts and their feelings and their emotions are the people they are, that are going to be ahead. Okay. So especially with like eating too. So, you know, um, why do you think most people are obese nowadays? Because, you know, you can we, get on your we, phone we eat on emotion. And... We, we are able to get whatever food, whatever we want. If we are in America, pretty much whatever food, whatever we want, you know, with the click of a button, then it comes really fast. And, you know, a lot of companies incentivize their people to get there within 20 minutes or less. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's crazy nowadays. It's really sad. Like and, you can go onto an app also, and order yeah. food and then it just gets delivered and you don't have to do anything. Yeah, you know it's, what I mean? It's just, it's, it's honestly sad. So, um, <laughs> but opinion. it's, it, yeah. So, so really be reflective, right? So, you know, is this an emotional aspect? Am I right in like a nostalgic wave based on the food and everything? And just really think things through to right. Take a second, you know, before you act on it, because we just are emotional beings and uh, a lot of us emotionally eat. Okay. So, um, but that's basically, yeah, I was going to, I had, man, I had something else good to say. It was around, it was around the topic of, um, you know, the family and like, parties and picnics and shit like that but um i think we just do another one because the holidays are coming up and i think that that's like a really big thing like even before halloween like let's get that one out so, because i think just with all the things coming up it's a really challenging time because i do think especially towards the end of the year people just kind of throw their hands up and they're like Holy well i'll start january first you know what i'm saying and it's like no 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 no. you got months yeah like yeah. you have like so much time to make such big changes and it's kind of like no like you can work on all of these different things and i almost look at it as like a challenge around the holidays I think that that's like honestly for people that's the best time to start because then you can get all this help and guidance instead of waiting until the new year where you're not really going to be triggered that much mm -hmm. you know what I mean like I always suggest people start when it is going to be like high yeah, yeah high tense situations because it kind of like throws you into the fire and it's like act quick you know what I mean? yeah. like this is how you're going to do the best way to and then anything. we can help people through that that's what I personally love yeah, like every right. other holiday that we've helped people through they're just like wow like, like that, that that wasn't bad at all. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, like it, it's not yeah. bad at all. You know what I mean? So yeah, honestly, like that's the best time to get help if you're looking for it. Yeah, totally. So yeah, we can definitely do a podcast episode around that. If you're going from the person who you are now and you want to completely transform your lifestyle, I personally think that like that's the hardest rule to get over. I really do. Yeah. And uh, so that'll be a longer, like, a, you know, we'll probably yeah, ramble on that one for a <laughs> yeah. while because we, we have, have a lot, lot of, of, personal, we have a lot of personal stories and a lot of friend stories and stuff like that that we can talk around and a lot of it will be really helpful. So look forward to that. But I'm going to wrap this one up. Do you uh, anything you want to say? No, I think it was a good one. Yeah, you think it was good? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We'll have to ask the people. <laughs> <laughs> let the doesn't people. Matter. It doesn't let matter what we decide. think. It just matters if people are getting anything out of this. Yeah. So. But so, we're ramblers, so. Yeah. So, um, so Brittany doesn't like to sign off. 
as you guys know now. So if you thought this was helpful, helpful, if you got a perspective shift yeah. around it, right? If you learned something new, if it made you laugh, made you smile, made you cry, right? Anything like that. If you had <laughs> made any, you want to go get dairy queen. Yeah, made you want to go get dairy queen shit. Like anything like that. Uh, Plastic we would, ice cream. Yeah, we would appreciate it if you if you told us if you if you <laughs> screenshot it and put it on social media, tagged us, shared it with a friend, you know, someone that it could, you know, you know that it could help. Uh, but we appreciate you guys. And this is uh, my sign off. All right. And, uh, we'll Episode catch you next number time. six done. Yep. All right. Bye, bye. y'all.